0: So, for our second week of Asian Horror Month, we are covering what I consider to be a huge classic, and one that I feel like isn't talked about a whole lot anymore. Definitely not. It is Shudder, and it was made in 2004. To reiterate, we're not covering the English version, at least for this yes, month.
1: this is based in Thailand.
0: Yes, it's a Thai movie, which we don't get a lot of high horror movies.
1: Not many, but before we continue, quick trigger warning, there are scenes in this movie that contain uh, mentions or scenes of suicide and depictions of rape. It's uh, not a light movie.
0: It is not. But before we get off to the summary, we are both drinking the same tea. We are drinking the... Refuel. The... Chili's Blackberry Tea, and it's not very sweet, but I feel like it's slightly sweetened. It's like some I think sort of syrup. it's only sweet because
1: of the blackberry syrup, but I usually, when I go there, I usually order sweet tea with the blackberry, and I think oh. normally they just do unsweetened tea. So I do wish it was a little bit sweeter.
0: See, for me, it kind of depends on my mood. My baseline is not super sweet tea. I have a sweet tooth the size of Alaska, so I like it sweet. (laughs) This kind. Yeah. This particular kind of tea needs to be sweet. (laughs) Yeah. But, so, Shudder. The summary of this movie is kind of convoluted, so I will keep it as precise as possible. So the movie starts off, they are coming back from a wedding, and the girlfriend runs over what she believes to be a living person and so the movie kind of starts off with them carrying this guilt that you know they killed this woman they just drove off they didn't help her at all they don't know what happened to her
1: the boyfriend made her drive off
0: yes and they start seeing things and it's kind of neat because the movie starts off being like is it in their head is it actually a haunting but no it's actually a haunting and you find out that the woman actually killed herself because the boyfriend of the main character was actually the boyfriend of this girl of the ghost and his friends raped her and he took a picture of it to Several. keep her from going to the police, and she committed suicide. And That was after he broke up with her.
1: When she threatened suicide and wouldn't leave him alone. His friend said, I'll take care of it. That was not how you take care of it.
0: we'll, we'll go on our tirade a little bit later. Oh, yes, But for entertainment, as dark as this movie is, the scares are so strong in this movie. There's not really a particular scare that I can think of that I'm like, okay, that's really stupid. All of them hit pretty well, at least for me. And it's a movie that I watch it way more than the English. I I think it's a lot scarier than the English version. And it's a movie that I come back to over and over because I remember how much it freaked me out. So I'm going to honestly give this movie an, an eight. I think not only are their scares strong, but the the fact that they play with whether or not it's in their head, and then it ends up being a haunting. And then them slowly, well, the girlfriend slowly unraveling the mystery. of It starts off kind of like, I know what you did last summer, but then it turns into this whole thing on, no, the boyfriend did something and he's being haunted, and that's what started it. I also like this movie because... It's kind of similar to uh, last week's Ju-On Two, where you can kind of dig in and think of the symbolism like how Net is the ghost's name. Uh, she's on his shoulders, but that could very be seen as like symbolism of him carrying the guilt of what happened to her for that time. Mm-hmm. so I think it I think it's a great movie. I think it's a must watch for oh, any yeah. horror fan. And yeah, I I can't recommend it enough. I mean, the effects for the time um, are pretty great. Uh, I mean, I don't look at it and be like, oh, it's so realistic. But it it's the effects aren't bad where it takes me out of it.
1: They're a lot more updated than Ju-on 2.
0: Yeah, and they're they're good at mixing up a, a different a, a mixture of like subtle scares to more like boom in your face scares and. The setups are great. It starts off pretty, pretty exciting. Where like right in the beginning of the movie is when the ghost gets hit by the car. So it just it just starts and then it keeps going and going. So I, this movie definitely top notch for me. Yes,
1: absolutely. I actually gave it a seven point five. Um, I did take some points off for certain things, uh, not just realism stuff, but there are certain. Certain aspects of the movie that I'm just like, nope. <laughs> so, but I do appreciate that some of the scares are really subtle. Like the the girl at graduation when he's initially looking through the camera. And it doesn't draw any attention with any sound or anything. You just see it and then he's like, wait a minute. <laughs> takes the camera down and looks just himself. And doesn't see anything and then takes a picture. And then you do see it later. Or not Jane, in the red room. Yeah. And then she calls him, and he's like, wait a minute. Yeah. So those are pretty good, but I feel like the movie does rely a little bit too heavily on loud noises or music with most of their scares. It's really just a couple like that, that they don't really have any sound or anything, and I think they really should have made more use of that because it's more terrifying when there's no attention being drawn specifically to it when you kind of have to notice it yourself like when you see the girl in the the camera lens that first time there's no music there's no sound or anything but your stomach still drops yeah it oh that's <laughs> like scene. excuse you what is that yeah yeah <laughs> it's just that feeling of that is not supposed to be there <laughs> Yeah, And you don't really need to have a loud, booming noise or really obnoxiously loud music at that time. The bed scene, when she's pulling down the covers, that's creepy in and of itself. But when you see her at the end of the bed, they kind of ruin it with loud noise.
0: (laughs) See, it's like, I feel like it's appropriate since it's like the ending scene in a way.
1: I feel like it didn't need to be as loud as it was, though. Like, it's not as balanced with the rest of the movie. Mm. It's too loud. Mm. A little bit of noise or music is fine, but when, they, when it goes from silence to, oh my god, my eardrums are blown, that's a bit much. <laughs> so it was, it was a little overdone for me in that aspect. The rest of the scares though were really well done. The effects were decent. It was not quite to the level that we have today. But they're not like super super cheesy or anything.
0: They held up better than you want. They that's for do sure. hold up
1: a and lot And they were made better. around the
0: same time too. Yes.
1: I want to say this one was just a little bit after it was made in 2004. So it's a little bit older than Juwan One and Two, but, but it's
0: newer.
1: Or sorry, I meant newer. Oh,
0: <laughs> it was made later by like only a couple years though.
1: But it there's all the difference there, and they might have had a bigger uh,
0: bigger budget as well, but or paid more attention to detail. They might have. It might have been you know everybody all. Directors have different prerogatives, and maybe this director was just like, "I truly want to make this person look as realistic and scary as possible." While maybe I forgot the name of the of Juwan's director, I should know it, but he could have it's been one of like your favorites. I'm not, I don't remember. I know. <laughs> well, the Juan director could have been like, "Hair, that's yeah. what we need."
1: <laughs> well, in some scenes in Juwan, it works. Yeah, <laughs> but. I digress. In the other ones, it's just, it's really mostly the level of noise that really gets me. That, and it's a little off-putting how almost everyone in the movie is an a-hole to their core. The main girl is good. She's a good person. I don't agree with her listening to the boyfriend and just taking off after hitting... Who she thought was a real person.
0: I think it's because she was panicked though. Because I mean she. Yes. It took her forever to crash. Like mm-hmm. she was freaking out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. And that'll go into the realism scale. It is fairly accurate. I don't agree with it. I wouldn't have acted like that. Or I hope I wouldn't act like that. But. She. It's. She's not a horrible person for yeah. it. She was just panicked. Yeah. It was a bad decision. And she felt. Awful. Until. She found out that there was nothing reported. So no one was hurt. No one was um, taken to the hospital or anything. There were no police reports or anything. Um, No one reported a hit and run. There was no evidence of anyone being killed on that road from their car. So at that point, I think she was more freaked out about there's no record of anything Relieved that no one was hurt, but there's no record of anything, and I yeah. know I hit someone. Yeah, <laughs> But again, a lot of that does go into the realism. So she's like the one really, truly decent person. I do feel bad for Nett's mom, but she needs help. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's pretty much all I have for entertainment.
0: <laughs> you got anything else? No, just... I I think it's definitely worth a watch. If you guys haven't watched it, don't watch the English. Watch this one first. Yes, at least watch this one first if you want to watch the English. It's definitely
1: worth it. Yes, there are subtitles. There's a reason we're doing Asian Horror Month. (laughs) This one's really good. Watch it. It's not as disjointed of a storyline either compared to Juwan. Yeah, Duan jumps all around to different people, different uh, timelines, different scenarios. This one is just a straight, linear storyline.
0: <laughs> it kind of... It, it's almost like a mystery that's slowly unraveled. Yes. And that's one reason why I really like yes. this movie, is it very much diverts your expectations. And, I mean, that's why we have a spoiler warning in front of all of our mm-hmm. episodes. Um. But yeah, just the how you think it's gonna go one way and then it slowly unravels and then completely turns around. It's just oh that's great. It's it's done really well. And it's a different kind of artistic
1: in this movie compared to Juan as well.
0: Yeah, it's like that yeah, they were very deliberate in how they filmed the movie, but it's like the story. And the, well, the storyline and the twists are very solid. The scares mm-hmm. are pretty darn solid. Um, yeah, I, I don't really, I mean, there's nitpicks here and there. Like whenever he's going down the ladder and she's coming down and then all of a sudden she's in front of him and then she's coming down again. Continuity. But, <laughs> but it's like overall, like. Awesome, awesome movie. And it's really hard to see a movie that is this close to, like, perfection. Like, how well done it is. Yeah. It is definitely really, really well done.
1: And with that, though, let's go ahead and head into realism.
0: Yes. And I will let Jess have the majority of this, because it's hard... I mean, the car stopping, I, I'm going to leave that to you to explain, but I would give the realism a six because the the character reactions, I feel like, are very realistic uh, as far as this, what happens to all of the characters, as far as like what they've done and how they react to those situations. I can totally see happening, um, not to your everyday good person necessarily, but to a select few, but it is, it is a very believable ghost story.
1: I give it a five. Uh, it's, it's a lot of continuity issues, but also realistic things like the car, when he starts to see her like in the rear view mirror or on the side of the car, at that point, the speedometer says 120 kilometers per hour. I did look that up. It is about 74.5 miles per hour, which is not as fast as it seems over here, especially in Texas. But that's still a really good speed. Yeah. He's going pretty fast, especially on a two-lane road like that.
0: Yeah, those roads are 45 to 50 at most.
1: Yeah. And it's one lane either direction. So two lanes total. It's probably closer to maybe
0: like 35 to 40 miles per hour. Depending on the lane. area.
1: Yeah. Maybe 50 if it's like a a rule type area. And, you know, they don't have too much traffic. They're not too worried about people walking out into the street. But it looked fairly residential. Yeah. So. They're it, like billboards and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it didn't seem like he should be going near that speed and then to suddenly break in about a second and a half i want to know what kind of brakes he has what kind of tires because damn
0: (laughs) well and then not also not just the fact that the the brakes are so good but the fact that the tires didn't slide at all yeah there was no
1: skidding really he turned slightly but there was no like Veering, there was no tilting. they didn't go spinning off into a ditch or anything.
0: like he stopped plus <laughs> I think they would probably with as fast as he's going and as suddenly as he stopped, uh-huh. they would probably like slam, you know, at least hitting the windshield, if not through the windshield, depending well, I mean, if
1: their seatbelts are really good, that's one that's thing, fair, yeah, but they still would have like jolted and. At that speed, with that sudden stop, at the very least, she would have had a bruise. He may or may not have. But he was already fairly banged up from the previous wreck they had, so I would imagine that would not be good for him.
0: Well, and plus, I can't imagine... That being good for your brain, because for those no. who don't think about it, your brain is just floating in liquid. So when you stop suddenly, your brain goes smoosh against your skull.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's uh yeah. there. There are things like bruising and things or concussions. Usually, concussions occur more with like actual full head trauma instead of just you know sudden stops. But it can damage things. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, stopping in a second and a half at that speed—not very realistic. Yeah, especially not with other consequences. So that didn't make that much sense to me. Also, while a really cool scene at the end when he throws the camera down onto the floor, one the camera doesn't break. I don't know if uh, Nokia made that camera or what.
0: But it was no on an older camera, though. It was Those an older hold camera. up pretty well. They
1: do, but at the same time, he threw it fairly hard on the crowd. And it landed in an okay position, but then it takes a little bit to take a photo. And that's like a mechanical press kind of thing. And you can argue that spirit magic, but at the angle that it landed, it also wouldn't have framed the picture like that.
0: Yeah, because he's in the middle, Mm -hmm. while the camera definitely is more off to the side. So you would at least see him... On, like, the edge of the photo. Yeah, at the least at the edge of the photo, Mm -hmm. but with how it was angled, it seemed like he probably wouldn't have even been in the photo.
1: Yeah. He would have been, like, just outside the frame or on the edge of it. He wouldn't have been more toward the middle like it showed. And... I feel like it wouldn't have been angled that high either unless it was, like, a different kind of lens that showed a bit more of it, almost fish-eyed. Hmm. But I don't know that particular kind of camera, so could be wrong. But that angle didn't look right for what picture came out.
0: <laughs> so. It's pretty close, though, because it wasn't like... You see his full body. It's like you see half of the photo is floor, and then the rest is like his body, and then you see ghosty goo hanging on.
1: Yeah, I still feel like they showed more of him than what should have been in the frame, though.
0: Yeah, like I'm not saying that is hundred percent accurate, yeah. but at least they tried to. They did. Replicate they did try. The
1: yeah, and I appreciate that. I just feel like it wasn't done quite as well as it should have been. <laughs> close. Very close. Good. Solid try. But not quite there. <laughs> However, with the reactions and interactions that people had throughout the movie, I feel like they were pretty decent, except the mother, Nett's mother. I feel like someone would have reported to someone, police or health organization, or someone, that she has a rotting corpse in her house. And not doing anything about it. That's a health hazard and a half. Also, there weren't near as many insects as I feel like there should have been. We saw one fly.
0: One. <laughs> so she she looked fairly picked clean, not to be grotesque, but Yeah, the
1: rate of decomposition was fairly advanced, but there still would have been something.
0: Did they say how long it had been since she died? I don't think they did. I think in the English version, they say it had been a couple of years. I don't remember. But yeah, it, she it had sucked. been there a good while. Yeah. She was, like, brown and sunken in and... I feel like there still would have been a smell. Yeah, because there's still flesh left to decompose. Yeah.
1: I mean, she wasn't just solid bones. So, she's not done yet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there wasn't much left to cremate, but she wasn't done yet. <laughs> So, yeah, still would have been bunk, and <laughs> still definitely would have been a smell. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, and then another thing, too, secondary trigger warning for anyone who doesn't like hearing about body decomposition details and stuff like that. But I have had the morbid curiosity of watching a few crime scene cleanup videos. <laughs> They're on YouTube, surprisingly enough. But I find <laughs> found out that if a body is laying in an area enough, there's a lot of sludge, yes. let's say. And there the fact that she's laying in the bed, there was not really any sludge leaking around the floor. And yeah. Yeah, even It's really dry.
1: Yeah, even if the mother was maintaining the room as well as she could, there still would have been something, especially on, like, the mattress. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because the videos that I saw, it, like, soaked into the wood of the bed frame because it was someone that had died on the bed. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't recommend watching those unless if you have a very strong stomach. They... They really warp, well, not warp, they, you know, smack you with the truth of death (laughs) and how, like, they don't play around. (laughs) Gross. And yeah. No sugarcoating for them. (laughs) Nope. Nope. They do not sugarcoat it for the audience either. No.
1: Now, you could argue that some of the fluids had already been lost since uh, she had jumped to her death. In the hospital, and the hospital probably did their best to clean up what they could before releasing the body to her. But there's still a lot left.
0: Yeah, and I also... To decompose. Wonder. I feel like, at least in America, if there's a body, the body is tracked pretty well. Oh, yeah. Like, you can't just release it to the family and they do whatever they want with it. No, it is a different country. They might have different laws and rules. This is true. But I would imagine that they would still have some general way of tracking it because you can't just put a body anywhere. It's it's a health hazard. It's...
1: How we get diseases and
0: death. Yeah. (laughs) But...
1: Which is why I was saying I'm surprised that nobody... Did anything about it, it took two kids to go to her and say, uh, let's, let's do the thing, shall we? Let's lay College her to rest. College kids, I guess we could. Kids. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. They're younger than them all. Yes. <laughs> to her, they're children. But they're the ones that had to convince her to lay her body to rest fully yeah not just in a bed upstairs yeah doesn't count guys
0: (laughs) nope that's not that's not resting for the dead no
1: but unsanitary but that's that's pretty much all i had are just technical things though i take that back i'm not done so (laughs) he's a professional (laughs) photographer and when he first sees the camera flares he doesn't like troubleshoot the stuff himself he also has a red room, but he took the film to someone
0: else to develop. I didn't really understand that. maybe it depended on the photographs. i don't know I like guess. i can I can imagine if you're doing well I guess he was doing professional photographs yes. with the graduation. <laughs> I don't know why that's a good question. <laughs> Like, on the one hand, I'm like, well, maybe he likes to develop his own photos as, like, a hobby. And if he's only, like, if he only needs to develop, like, a few. Because doing a whole role, I can imagine, would be a lot. it,
1: It would be a lot, but you also have more control over it stylistically if you're developing them yourself. Yeah. And if you notice anything that had happened with the film, you might be able to fix it yourself as well. But he <laughs> took it to someone else to develop. And it's not just the graduation that he was taking professional photos for. He was at a studio. Yeah. Taking photos of a husband and wife, like a newlywed couple.
0: I wonder if maybe the studio photos he'd develop himself and then... Maybe it depends on the camera that he's using. I don't know, but that is a good question. Okay. makes sense? For anyone who is a professional photographer (laughs) that develops their own photos, do you ever have an instance that you go to a place to get developed? And please tell us what those situations are, because maybe they'll help explain. Please. Yeah. Is
1: it just because of the the cost of the chemicals to develop it or too expensive for certain scenarios? Or what?
0: (laughs) Yeah. I guess I'd be the old-school photographer since we have digital cameras
1: now. Probably. But also, in addition to that, when he does receive the photos, one, he automatically blames the the person who printed them out, when really, I mean, (laughs) you could have just done it yourself and figured it out yourself. Then he takes the camera to be repaired, he says, but they never mention it again. Whether the the people that he took the camera to, to fix it, said that there was anything wrong
0: with it, he, or if they did, did fix it. They said that they couldn't find anything wrong. Okay, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I forgot when exactly it happened, but I remember him uh, telling Jane that they didn't find anything wrong. Okay.
1: Well, and then look at the film again, himself. Maybe try to develop it himself, one or two photos, just to see... What happened there? I know he saw the negative. Yeah. I know he did. But see if maybe there was an issue or take that same camera back to that location and see if maybe it was like the angle of like light reflecting off of certain windows and things like a flare or just the trick of the light or something like that. They, they did like no troubleshooting (laughs) and for a professional photographer that bugs me. I'm surprised it doesn't bug you more.
0: (laughs) Oh, no, I think I felt like it was just a tool to spark the investigation process and stuff like that. I didn't, I don't feel like it's really, from a realism standpoint, fine, like, have them investigate. But from a movie standpoint, I feel like it would have been a waste of time.
1: Okay, but he didn't really investigate at all. It was his girlfriend. (laughs)
0: Yeah. That well, did
1: like ninety-nine yeah. percent of the investigating.
0: Well, but I'm saying for the audience it's a trigger
1: point. Yeah. yeah.
0: But but anyways.
1: That's my final point though. Okay. For okay. realism. I'm done now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, you guys have seen Shudder, which hopefully you have. If you haven't, please watch the movie. I'm definitely I'm worth sure it. that you'll enjoy it. Um, but let us know what you thought about the movie. If you think it's a superior version to the English version, um, if you let us know if you've just seen this version or if you've just seen the English version or if you've seen both, um, and yeah, we
1: do eventually want to watch the English version as well and do a podcast episode over it just so we can compare the two. Yeah, eventually, eventually. But this is Asian Horror Month. Yep. gotta start off with the
0: originals we
1: have to do the
0: originals it's
1: better anyway yeah typically (laughs) but let us know what you guys think we do also have live streams for horror games at the first saturday of every month barring any issues or holidays that fall on that day 7 p.m on twitch and youtube so don't forget to join us then and if you have any other movies that you want us to watch and review, please let us know in the comments or send us a message. And in the meantime, guys, stay safe and stay spoopy. Bye!
0: Bye.